the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Every now and then we see these statistics that just sound surreal. 40% of American households near retirement age have no retirement account at all. 40%. 60% have a median of about 100,000. Let's bring in Dr. Jeff Rosen, chiefconomistbriefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? Good. How about yourself? Good. That statistic I just threw out there tells me that our economy is not going to be really strong basically for the rest of my life because <laughs> the people who are retiring aren't going to be spending. Um. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it assumes no, you know, asset growth from what the current have. And if you assume some asset inflation, at least you'll have a little bit more than those current numbers. But, I mean, overall, I mean, savings rate's been low forever. I mean, it's probably now almost two decades where really people haven't been saving as much as they should. And a lot of that has been because asset growth, you know, has made it so you didn't need to. And then, uh, you, you had the recession, and you lost all your, uh, your your savings, and you haven't recouped it. So, I mean, this has been a problem that's been you know been long coming, but I, I don't think it's necessarily a, a problem that means that uh, you're not going to see economic growth over the next you know 20, 30 years. That's fair enough. I was being a little dramatic, but <laughs> but I think it's fair to say the best growth days, the best growth days, are likely behind the United States. Unless something materially changes, world competitions kind of leveled the playing field a little bit as far as uh, getting in on the game. Agree or disagree? I disagree. I mean, if you look at growth in two ways. You look at it as number of people working. So as you increase population and you increase employment, you increase growth. And the second part is technological progress and technological improvements. And... You know, if you have a productivity gain like we saw with the Internet, um, you know, you're going to get faster growth. So assuming that, you know, productivity gain is not going to be there because, you know, we're not going to have some kind of new breakthrough, I think, is selling us short. I think that, uh, you know, the U.S. economy is very resilient, and I think that our entrepreneurs are very intelligent and, and you know, I, you know, I'm not as concerned about uh, the fact that we can't see technological improvement that will drive productivity growth, that will drive, you know, growth, you know, in, in our standards of living. At the same time, we're hearing about this food strike, food worker strike. 
um, coming up on August 29th, where people want not minimum wage of seven and a quarter, but $15 an hour for working at Wendy's or McDonald's or Taco Bell. And the thing that I fear is if they do get more wage increases, what you said exactly, you know, productivity growth through machinery will basically put them out of a job altogether, and having little will look attractive compared to having nothing. Um, are you at all worried that, like, we are starting to look like a European country. We're having protests in the United States. Food workers are are striking for unions. Not worried? I can't I can't um, sell you on negativity today. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like the idea of minimum wage going to fifteen dollars. Um, I don't like the idea of minimum wage probably going to ten dollars. Uh, just because I don't think the the benefits will outweigh the uh, you know the negatives, especially when you consider that you'll have a little bit higher inflation and probably more unemployment. However, I don't think that at that price you're going to all of a sudden see automation. You know, and I think that a lot of the protests that we're getting here, you know, a lot of it is social concerns, and, and rightfully so. Uh, when you're seeing bigger increases in inequality, you're going to see more um, protest-type movements, and I think that's what you're seeing, you know, especially since the return to the employed is not being evenly spaced out. You're, you're definitely getting winners and losers. Now, I don't think that it's necessarily due to structural problems in the economy, and that's what we're going to see forever, but you know, at least at this point in time, you're definitely having you know certain uh you know certain sexes doing better certain races doing better and, and that's first protest movements so let's talk retail sales numbers walmart ugly target missed lowered expectations macy's missed lowered expectations kohl's uh low cost retailer missed jc penny's burning cash best buy was bad but it was less bad and then you get home to throw in lows good what are you reading in the Retail numbers. I mean, that's exactly what you're seeing. You're seeing consumers retrenching still. Uh, you're not seeing the the solid growth, and, and you're getting that out of you know fairly weak job numbers that have been coming across for the last uh, few months. Even though the, the headline number is, has been strong, the the underlying income numbers have have not been there, and uh, you're seeing you know Lowe's and Home Depot succeeding because. You know, you're, you're getting the housing market coming back a little bit, and you, and you have people that are deciding that they want to sell their home, which means if they want to sell their home, they have to improve it to get it to you know meet some kind of minimum you know quality where they could compete with other homes in their area. So you know that's normal. You know, if we would have had a bigger bump in income growth, you know, if our employment numbers were a little bit more solid, um, I think things would be better. Looking forward, I think things in the uh, retail sales department are going to be better. You know, the claims numbers that we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks have been showing, you know, really strong uh, numbers implying solid, you know, improvements in labor conditions, which should result in more people having jobs and more income, which should result in more spending. So let's talk a little bit of housing. Some housing numbers came out today. It's been a strength in our economy. Uh, what did you make of the numbers that we saw today? Um, I think my first reaction was unbelievable. I mean, and you look at the underlying trends in housing, they're, they're not as strong as you would expect. Uh, you have mortgage rates going higher. You have income that's stagnating, which means that the affordability of homes is moving down. And you have prices of homes going up, which also lowers affordability. And yet, 
you somehow managed to eke out, you know, a strong gain in July, you know, brought it to its highest point, excluding the uh, home buyer's tax, you know, credit stimulus that, that boosted itself in 2009 to its highest numbers in, since 2007. So I was really shocked to see those numbers. And, you know, I, I've been focusing on it for, for the last couple of days, is looking to see how home builders are reacting to these changing environments. And if you saw last week, you had this huge increase in the um, home buyers uh, outlook there, there, and the NAHB home home builders index. And you would expect that to mean that you know home builders believe that things are getting better. But if you look at the construction numbers, they don't believe that at all. They're not increasing their inventory levels. Inventories remain at historic lows, and it's like they're almost preparing for another pullback in demand. So. You know, and, and that makes sense considering you have higher interest rates and low income growth and higher prices. So, you know, what we want to see here is is steady, constant movement. I don't think we're going to have that. You know, like I said, it's this unbelievable look. This this gain just didn't make sense today. You know, the gain in sentiment doesn't make sense to the home builders on what they're actually doing. So, this housing sector that seems to be what should be a leader in economic growth, I don't think is very sustainable right now. There's a story on Bloomberg today about 20,000, 50,000 stray dogs roaming the streets. Does, does that worry you that we have major cities that have just been abandoned? And you don't really have to answer that, but that's to me, and the strike of the food workers is telling me there's something weird about America going on. I don't know if I can relate the strike of the food workers to the Bloomberg article that was focusing on Detroit. I mean, Detroit's plight is, is much worse than, you know, just people saying, you know, we we want more money. We we deserve $15 as opposed to $9. Detroit's okay. problem is there's no people there, you know, and there's no income gen- being generated. There's no taxes being generated. And yet you have a city that's, you know, has not shrunk in terms of geographic size. So you have to somehow police, fire, you know, protect the city with less revenue but you didn't lose the size. It just doesn't. It's not possible. So, you know, the fifty thousand dogs makes sense. I mean, you have people that can't afford their pets anymore, and instead of taking them to a shelter where they know they're going to be killed, they figure if they just let them on the street, at least the, the animal will have a chance to survive. And you have nobody that can clean up after it. You're the best, Dr. Jeff Rose, and you just answered my fifty thousand roaming dogs angle. With that said, we've got about two minutes. Anything you're expecting from the Fed Reserve meeting notes coming up in a couple hours? I don't think so. I think they're going to be a disappointment in terms of people trying to find more insight on what's going on. I mean, the Fed has tried to make it clear they're going to be moving on uh, the economic data. In my opinion, the economic data does not justify tapering at this time. Uh, the Fed seems to be making statements that they do believe that it's justifiable and They've been making those statements outside the FOMC minutes, making them in speeches. And if you just follow that, then you have an idea where things are going to go. And maybe that's why we're seeing the housing numbers as robust as as we are, because of what the Fed's done, right? Very possible. I mean, if you assume that, uh, you know, people are afraid the mortgage prices are going to go higher, mortgage rates are going to go higher, and you're rushing in to, to lock in your mortgage today so that you don't face higher mortgages in the future, you could see that, you know, it could be a reason why you had a bump in sales that came out today. Thanks for joining me. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen. 
ChiefEconomistBriefing.com. Today's a big day. The Federal Reserve releases their minutes. Well, it could be a big day, a big headline kind of market-moving day. Um, we're, getting, we're getting used to the idea of the Fed tapering. That's the good thing. So when it happens, we'll have already known that it could happen. The Fed kind of likes to be transparent on that level without a lot of surprises. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the U.S. and international equity markets. Dr. Jeff Rosen with me every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. We'll take a break here. I'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 